let's get her going there, bud. Welcome in to the Cannon Fire Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Nicosia, and today we will be talking about the Jackets falling to the Nashville Predators for what seems like the hundredth time this season, two to one. Now, the Jackets have played the Predators five times this season, and we have lost four of those games. Nashville has gotten four regulation wins against the Jackets this season. Nashville has played 17 games. You want to guess how many they've won? Seven. Over half of Nashville's wins are against the Jackets. Just not good enough, boys. The theme for tonight is sound the alarms. Whoo! It's a five alarm fire out there, boys. We have no consistency. The team looks incredibly disjointed, having trouble making passing plays. And if I were the coaching staff, I wouldn't know what to do. I mean, Coach Torts is still saying he's having trouble figuring out how to coach certain players. What? Torts was saying, I can't figure out if I need to hug players, kick players. I don't know. Well, I think uh, he thinks Patrick Laine is a hugger because he, uh, what, talk, just talk about a weird image to start the third. Just torts like grabbing onto Patty and like whispering in his ear, telling him sweet nothings. Kind of, kind of strange, but maybe it works. I don't know. We'll see. But it didn't seem to work this game. Break down the goals real quick. Jack Roslevic, uh, my man is, uh, you know, creates a great turnover and gets the puck to Boone. Boone, patient, uh, right off to the left of the goal crease, gets the puck to Cam. Cam buries it. Cam's got nine on the season. One of the, actually, both of those guys, two veteran players for the Jackets, just making plays. That's, That's good to see. Not every veteran player is making plays. More on that later. But the Jackets... Lose because of two goals from Matisse Ekholm. Both of them from almost the blue line along the left half wall. In the second, the one thing that's consistent about the Jackets' play is that they're terrible at playing in the second period. That's pretty consistent. Another thing that's been consistent with Nashville is that they're also bad in the second, but apparently we're worse. They covered some of their second period goal differential in this game, and we did not. And the Jackets are giving up goals because they're hesitating. Emil Bemstrom hesitates tonight, lets in a goal. Game-winning goal. Eric Robinson hesitates against Chicago. Game-winning goal. Patrick Kane. Tough. They're... They're completely lacking. I feel like guys don't know what to do out there. They're kind of confused because Torts just keeps going back to the blender. It's the Tortorella blender out there. We saw three different line combinations tonight. Started out Line, Fliggs, Bjorkstrand. Torts thinks Bjorkstrand isn't playing well. Then it goes Line, Fliggs, Domi. Bjorkstrand goes down, plays with Tex. And then we see another switch up. Torts goes back to the original line he had with line A, 
Jack and Atkinson starts a line of Jenner, Felino, and Texier. It's just how do you expect guys to have consistency to feed off of each other when you just keep sending them back to the drawing board? It's infuriating to watch. I feel like nobody knows what's going on out there. The captain of the team is struggling to put in goals. The power play tonight, ugly. Oh my goodness. So the first one, not too bad. But to go back to the Jackets core, their veterans, Nick Foligno, when he gets the puck in the first power play in the second, uh, right down by the left side of the goal crease, and wasn't even threatening. It, it just looked sad. He, he didn't even make a shot towards the net, didn't try to bank it off Soros. It was just pathetic. It, I just I felt bad for Nick because it was some terrible tape to put out there. God, it made me just like it gave me a bad taste in my mouth. I just uh, ugly to watch. And then the second power play was particularly terrible by pretty much everyone that went out there. Uh, had a turnover in our own zone and at the end of the first line shift and you can see line A yelling at everyone on the bench. I couldn't only imagine what he said. Probably something like, get me the puck, you buffoons. But, oh, that was just... The second power play was gross. And then when the second line power play comes out there, we got an icing. I watch other teams play. They don't get icings on their own power play. What was that? Wierenski just makes a pass like he doesn't even care. And it just flutters away and we get a face-off in our own zone. It was just pathetic. It looked awful. Like what, what happened to the power play against Chicago where we scored three goals? Where'd that go? We possessed the puck on the first power play we had. And then from there, it was just nothing. Ugly, ugly to watch. I want to go to something that one of my buddies said before the game, kind of spitballing around our takes, and he said, I think we just got to score more goals than the other team. That's a good strategy, isn't it, right there? Uh, Cam Atkinson thinks the same thing. Post-game, he said, we just got to score more goals. Yup. Yeah, we do. One goal in two games. Six periods of hockey and one goal. As a fan, it's hard to consume. I want to see points. uh, Preferably scored by the Jackets. Corpy played an incredible game. Even in the first, we left him out to dry a bit. And he he covered us. Just moving well laterally across the crease to save everything in the first. I thought we could have let in two there, but Corpy just continuously bails us out. And I just hope we don't run him into the ground with Elvis being out. We got to go play tomorrow against Nashville again. I hope it's a better product. But yeah, Corpy is hanging in there. He 
he could have been one of the stars of this game and, and should have been. He played phenomenally, but Nashville was at home, so and they win, so they take all three stars. Makes sense. But then one player I just want to discuss about, uh, what an ugly game. Zach Wierenski. Is he really healthy? Because that looked gross out of Zach. Usually he's one of our better puck-moving defensemen. I thought he was against Chicago anyways, and that was that was a bad display by Zach. Like All of my notes from the game are just, Zach, you're just turning the puck over and just giving Nashville more time in the offensive zone. They just four-checked on us really hard, and we had no answers for it. So, Zach, I know you got it in you, my man, but it's got to be better than that. It's just got to be better than that. We we can't have that on the ice out of you. You're supposed to be our top-line defenseman, uh, more of the offensive-minded one out of those, and you made some decent passing plays in the offensive zone, especially towards the beginning of the game but just regressed throughout, and it it wasn't pretty out of Wierenski tonight. Or, I mean, anyone on the Jackets, it wasn't pretty. It was sort of an ugly effort all around. Consistency. Consistency's a big thing I want to talk about today. But before we talk about consistency, I would like to thank our sponsors, not sponsor, for the show, Giuseppe's Retrovo, Main Street in Bexley. Go get yourself some Giuseppe's. Authentic Italian cuisine. The owners from Southern Italy. You can't get much better than that. They've seen Cam Atkinson in there more than once and other members of the Jackets organization for that matter too. So if it's good enough for Cam, it's good enough for you. Go get yourself some Giuseppe's Bexley on Main Street. So consistency. Torch said we don't have any consistency. Cam said we don't have any consistency. Boone said we just got to play better. Yup. But I think I might have an answer. Now, I'm just some random fan, and what do I know? But anyways, I think I got something here, and we're going to see about some consistency. Because these lines, like, I think Tortorella's just addicted to having, like, let's not have one, like, really good top line. Let's just have, like, four, like, mediocre lines and, like, get nothing done and just wonder why it doesn't work. Like, we need to have a top line, and I get it. We don't have a true number one center talent on the team right now. That talent wanted to leave, and bye-bye. So we need some consistency. We need some hard play. And Torts usually gets upset about effort in the postgame. He didn't get upset about effort in the postgame this time. He got got upset because we just look disjointed and we can't can't pass and we can't make simple plays. He said it's just like we're almost there and then it's nothing and then we're back on the back check. Like, ugly. Speaking of which... Thought Line A did a decent job on the back check tonight, at least in the first. Had a couple notes in there. Like, Line A getting on the back check. All right. Looks looks engaged this game, but definitely frustrated. I mean, line A only had 
three shots on the game, all of which were in the last 10 minutes of the third period. He just looked incredibly frustrated out there, and I understand it. I mean, he wants to be a great player. And I don't know how he's going to respond to Tortorella's coaching, especially Tortorella's weird new brand of coaching where he wants to give guys hugs. Don't see that out of torts. But they've got to find some consistency out there. And Lion A, I think he knows it as well that this team just doesn't, they ain't got the stuff right now. The stuff has left the building and it didn't come with them to Nashville either. The stuff. So who's got the stuff? Now, it was really cute. I thought when you know, Line A and Roslevic come over to Columbus and we play them together on the same line and they look so happy and they're scoring goals, but it, it stopped working. Maybe teams just figured out how to adjust to it, but I don't know if it's the long-term answer out there. I'm having trouble just figuring out Roslevic as a player. He, I don't want to make any like comps, but I'm gonna have to because I, I just I, I don't have him figured out. He seems sort of like a Sonny Milano that's a lot better defensively, like a lot. Like Sonny was terrible defensively. That's why Torts wanted him out and hardly ever played him, but. Yeah, so I, I just have trouble figuring out Jack. Um, I just maybe haven't watched him play enough. But there's one guy who I think is really, really blossoming into a good player and just gives absolute effort on every single shift he's out there. So we have, you know, four, our four main centers. You know, a lot of other guys can play center too. But we have Roslevic, Riley Nash. Nope. Kevin Stenland, and Alexander Texier. Now, Tex, I love watching Tex play. He just gives it all. There was a point in the third where one of the Nashville players was going to get like a one-on-one against maybe Jonesy or someone, and Tex just dives and sticks a stick out and knocks the puck away and I was like oh my god this guy just will not quit he does not give up and there's a lot of other aspects to his game that I really like and I think him and Line would mesh really well it's like we've tried two other guys Torts doesn't seem to like it long term like we've tried Roslovic we've tried Felino. Said it in the last one. I don't like Felino and Line A playing together. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, their games don't mesh. Line A and Felino, like, what is that? Like, Felino's like a let's dump the puck and grind it out kind of guy. And, like, I don't think Line A's really wants to grind out any play. Like, that's. No, that, that doesn't seem like a Line A game. One guy who I think should get a run with line A and whatever winger they want to put at the right spot is Tex. He, they, I think they'll mesh really well because Tex is not afraid to carry the puck. Torts was saying in the post game that guys just seem afraid to have the puck on their stick. I think there's three guys that aren't afraid to have the puck on their stick right now. Uh, three forwards, uh, line A. Tex and Roslevic. Uh, Roslevic's got a lot of confidence out there, but I don't think he's the long-term 
answer at the center position or one center position, at least this season. But Tech should get some run. The guy is not afraid to carry the puck. He works super hard. He's good defensively, so he kind of makes up for you know some of Liney's lack of defensive play or lack of defensive effort, maybe. But Tex can make plays. He can pass the puck pretty well. Can carry it through the neutral zone and across the blue line. Just because he's, I think he's one of the players that just wants to win as much as Line A does. I mean, Line A is new to the team, but I mean, the, the guy is clearly not satisfied with what's going on on the ice right now. And full disclosure, I've been a Patrick Line A fan since before he was bit was on the Jackets. Uh, just such an exciting player to watch. And, and that's really what it comes down to. Like, is he, you know, a top 10 player in the NHL right now? Like, no, probably not. Like, no. But he's super, super exciting. He's got to work on his two-way game. And I think Torts is really going to help him with that. Uh, just develop him into a complete player. And... I, just, I think him and Texas games will really mesh. Texas had trouble getting the goals coming. And what better person to put with a playmaker than a guy like Line who can just bury him? Like, I don't think Tex wants to shoot all that much. So I haven't passed to a guy that does. Like, that sounds like a match made in heaven to me. When are we going to try this? I mean, they're both young guys. They could stay together on this team for a long time. And, you know, Tex might have it. Uh, he's still got some development to go through. He's only, like, what? I want to say he's, like, maybe, like, 22. He's not even near where, you know, the peak of his game could be. Let's let's get him some more run. I mean, he's definitely one of the hardest working players on the ice right now. So, yeah, let's get let's get Tex going. Get him with Line A. Let's see what let's just see what happens. What's the worst that could happen? We lose games? Oh, we're losing games. We've lost like four of the last five. Let's just just try it out, man. I mean, let's go back to the drawing board one more time and let's stick with it. Tex and Line A, let's get it done. I've seen people saying this on Reddit and Instagram. I'm not really too much of a Twitter guy, but people are saying it. I'm thinking it too. Let, let's get it done. I'm putting it out there. Line A and Tex, come on. I want to see it. Just maybe, maybe it'll work. And they show Torts that like, hey, we're good at playing together. And then Torts will keep them together. So... Got Nashville again tomorrow. Let's not put the lines in a blender during the game. It's time to unplug the Torts blender. Now, I'm not saying we should get rid of Torts. That's an easy take. So many buffoons throw out, let's fire Torts. Get, Get rid of Torts. It's like, you guys remember what this team was before Torts? They were atrocious. We get, don't don't be so quick to just say get rid of Torts. I mean, Torts has brought this team more success than it's seen in fifteen years. Come on, it's a lazy take. Get rid of Torts. Is that gonna help? You think there's another guy sitting sitting on the back part of the bench that can do a better job than Torts? Please tell me. I'd love to know. Uh, send me a DM on Instagram. Cannon Fire CBJ. 
I, I'd love to hear it. I mean, I'll take criticism all day. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Let, let me know. But line A and text together, put Texier's confidence and playmaking ability next to line A shooting, and let's see what happens. Some closing notes from the game. Cam said in uh, in the post game that we got to start getting some greasy goals. We got to get back to the sort of the grinder, greasy, getting in the blue paint type goals, uh, and getting some net front presence. I mean, Nashville scored their two goals on us because they had net front presence. Let's get some of that going. Said it in the last one. I'll say it again. We need guys in front of the net trying to finish rebounds. That, that's been the Jackets' bread and butter, is getting shots from the point and then putting them in off the rebound. That's a huge part of their game. Uh, another note, I don't think we see Bemstrom tomorrow. We might just because it's a short turnaround. But if he doesn't play well again, I think we get back to Grigorenko. Uh, Bemstrom you know, has that hesitation, and we lose essentially not entirely because of it, not putting this whole loss on Bemstrom, but he's on a short leash, and I, I think he goes back to the doghouse pretty soon. Uh, and then the last thing, just towards saying towards the end of the game, we got to stay within ourselves. We got to group together, and I agree. Like This team's just got to keep fighting. I mean, the season's not even halfway over yet. Granted, they've they've got to turn it around quick, I think everyone in the room knows it. I mean, it's not a secret, right? So if they stick together, they will be able to fight through this. And and on a positive note, I thought our blue liners did a really good job of breaking up Nashville's in-close chances, uh, just getting bodies on the ice, uh, getting sticks in those tight passing lanes and breaking up a lot of chances that Nashville could have had because this game could have been ugly, like very ugly. I feel like every time I've watched the Jackets over the last 10 games, it's like, oh, wow. Like we didn't look like we deserved half the goals we got. And then the other team that we're playing could have gotten twice as many as they had. So it's uh, it's tough to see, but I think the Blue Liners did did some good work out there. Not not passing and not making plays to get on transition. No, not at that at all. That was that was ugly. I didn't know. No 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 no. But this team, they have a good group of players, and I guess that's why it's frustrating. Is you know, we do have some skilled players. We have some guys that can shoot. We have some guys that are really good defensively and some guys that, you know, are just out there to grind it out on the boards. So this team has some pieces. You just got to, it's a puzzle. You got to put it together. And right now we look like we're trying to put it together blindfolded. So let's, let's get back out there tomorrow, get a good night's sleep and Let's make some let's make some plays. Let's not let you know plays slip away from us where it's like, oh, we're one pass away and then just nothing. Let's let's make that pass. And let's get her going, bud. Let's get her going, bud. I wanna say we got her going, bud. I don't wanna say let's get her going, bud, every time I open this thing. I'm gonna say we got her going there, bud. We got her going there, bud. And this has been the Cannon Fire Podcast. Uh, thank you for listening.
If you haven't figured it out by now, I'm releasing episodes after every game. Uh, unless I'm just like super sad and the jacket's lost, then I might not. But you probably wouldn't want to listen to that either. So, hey, stay tuned in. I'm going to be throwing a lot at you. And uh, we're going to get her going there, bud. Thank you for listening. Go Jackets.